0: Hello there my very good friends, on today's wrestling news, Roman Reigns has finally broken his silence on Jimmy Uso's
1: DUI. We're getting another wrestling wedding, this time in NXT. Ilya Dragunov was busted wide open on last night's NXT. And the real reason Keith Lee has been working dark matches on Raw and SmackDown. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. Right, we're going to kick things off
0: by rewinding a little bit, going back to Jimmy Uso's DUI arrest uh, in early July, Pensacola, Florida. Uh, He was caught speeding, pulled over by the officer. You know the deal by now, we've spoken about it a lot. Returned to WWE television that same week and uh, was the SmackDown Tag Team Champion, what, like 12 days later? Something (laughs) like that. So, you know, a serious situation. It was his second in three years, second time in three years he's been arrested for DUI, but it had no real on-screen consequences or anything like that roman reigns his cousin uh has come through he's been interviewed by the new york post ahead of summerslam and he's got some comments here on jimmy and i think he's very very fair about mm. the whole thing uh so i've got a bigger quote from Roman that I'll read to you in a minute here. Um, but he did criticize, he wouldn't condone Jimmy's uh, behavior or decision-making and said that the arrest obviously didn't shine a great light on WWE or the family. He did reveal, however, that he called Jimmy for like a mental checkup after the situation. Now, I've got a longer quote here and it's pretty clear from reading this that while Roman is like, yeah, this was stupid, this was bad, this was awful, everything else, uh, rightly critical of his behavior, Um, He also wants to see Jimmy kind of grow from... He's a compassionate guy, by all accounts, Roman Reigns, Mm. and this reflects that. We're all human. We're all cynics. We all make mistakes. Instead of what people might feel you should give up on somebody or maybe turn your back on that type of behaviour, that's one way to do it. But I don't think that's the way to push through and gain experience or make progressive movements of becoming a better man or a better human. So for me, it was diving into it with great attention, great love, and very thorough communication to make sure that my family, is continually bettering themselves and putting themselves in a position to make better decisions. He summed that up really well. I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the whole situation was the report came out from Dave Meltzer the week after uh, this whole deal when Jimmy returned to TV that WWE considered the storyline of the Usos and Roman Reigns too big to to mess with, to adjust, Mm -hmm. and everything. And you can agree and disagree with that approach. Um, Their company has always been like, your business is your business. But it was a very dangerous and worrying situation and a stupid move on Jimmy's behalf, which Roman doesn't shy away from. But, uh, yeah, uh, he's an honest guy, Roman, uh, and I appreciate this perspective from him, for sure.
1: Yeah, exactly. Not a great deal to add to what he said there. Like you say, Andy, he completely hit the nail on the head. We sort of said the exact same thing when it happened, it was so disappointing to hear about another DUI for Jimmy Uso. Uh, but you've got to counteract that with the fact that he's clearly got some issue here. So we, we sort of tried to balance bollocking him for making a stupid mistake in the midst of such a huge storyline in particular, uh, as you say there, Andy. But also, he clearly needs help, hopefully by the sounds of what Roman's saying there, obviously with that family unit they've got and with the WWE, you know, occasionally they are a good corporation. They do, you know, work with their wrestlers and uh, and uh yeah, I, I, I hope that he's getting all the help that he needs and with them, like you say, entrusting these SmackDown Tag Team titles for the time being at least, with them, it does seem to suggest that they are still behind, uh, the Usos and, and particularly Jimmy in this scenario. So hopefully this is the last we will have to talk about something like this because yeah, it's always awful news to wake up to whenever we hear stuff like yeah. that. But in better news, Andy Murray, get your top hat and tails <laughs> ready because we are going to another wrestling wedding. Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell are getting married. In storyline, at least. Uh, I'm (laughs) loving the index storyline in in NXT, I've got to say. Uh, And on last night's show, uh, they teamed up to tag against uh, Robert Stone and Jesse Uh Victorious in that match and post-match, Indy Hartwell got down on one knee, proposed to Dexter Loomis with this garish-looking ring that he popped on. It's happening. (laughs) They're getting married. Congratulations. I'm very happy for the both of them.
0: Yeah, the ring kind of looked like one of those ones you'd wear in, like, I don't know, like Skyrim for like yeah. a stats boost.
1: Hey, I've got twenty-five percent more mana
0: now that I've got this ring <laughs> on. Uh, <laughs> the, the thing about wrestling weddings, right, is whether you like the content or not, they always do well yeah. in the ratings. They always attract extra levels of interest. They're kind of immortal uh, in that regard. So I would expect that WWE are going to see some nice attention for this, uh, or whatever it ends up going down. Presumably, they'll do something on the. Um, even if you go back to earlier this year Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford's wedding like grossly outdrew Edge who was on NXT in the same quarter hour he like smoked the guy and people tune in for weddings so, like, I'm not surprised, actually, that they've done this. It's quite a quick romance, though,
1: isn't it? They yeah. only had
0: their first date last week, and now they're telling them not. Gee whiz. Whatever
1: next? There's I sound so like a- look forward to, though, as well, because with this, like, it's such an open goal. Because, like, not only have you got the wedding, particularly with the Garganos involvement, which you just know is going to be brilliant television. Yeah. You've got the speeches. Dexter Lewis has to make a speech <laughs> <as> the groom. Yeah. <laughs> Like, who's gonna be his best man? Is that gonna be Johnny Gargano? How's Austin Theory gonna factor into all this? And what's gonna happen on the Stag and Hendu's? Honestly, I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say there. I sound like a 50 year old dad complaining about this, like going, ah, they, won't, they weren't on dating for a week. But hey, listen, sometimes like NXT is actually better when it's dumber. So yes. hey,
1: let's go. Bring and your when popcorn. you know you know. So there you go,
0: everyone. There you go. Exactly. Let's. Uh, where? What's my next story? <laughs> Ilya Dragunov. <laughs> Totally forgot. We got lost in index mayhem. Uh, Ilya Dragunov busted wide open oh. Oh. on last night's NXT. Had a match with Roderick Strong. Roddy was originally supposed to face Kushida, but Kushida couldn't make the show. He wasn't medically cleared. Roddy did a Diamond Mine Open Challenge. Dragunov answered it. Dragunov won. Dragunov got cut open it was about halfway through the match suddenly I said I said to Adam on the pre-show call we had yeah I just looked down at my coffee picked it up had a yeah. sip looked over it, and suddenly he was covered in blood so uh, yeah about halfway through but he soldiered on because he's crazy yeah. uh, and he came out the other end www.com have uploaded an article stating that Dragonov had eight stitches to close the wound after the show that might be exaggerated for kayfabe who knows it might be a little bit more drama to show you how wild this guy is ahead of his big match with walter but Dragonov gets messed up in the ring uh, you've seen his chest after oh. he's faced walter this is nothing new for him uh, and that he still finished the match with his torpedo headbutt thing uh, <laughs>
1: despite pissing blood it, it, it is something else isn't it yeah, I, I, I was going to say, as you mentioned it there, Andy, well, the good news is he hasn't got a big match against someone who's going to k- kick the crap out of him in a few days' time. Good luck against Walter, <laughs> Ilya Dragunov. Yeah, his chest was bad enough last night with Roddy chopping him. I, I really like them beating the crap out of each other last night. I thought they worked really well together, to be honest. And we were talking about this as well on the uh the pre-news call. I mean, me and Andy are saying this, but off make that match just so much more uh, visceral I love it when people get busted open accidentally not that you would wish it on anyone but I have to say it works so much better with someone like Ilya Dragunov doesn't it like I'm not saying he should blade or get busted open in every match but my god he looked like an absolute monster yeah, just tearing through him didn't he he absolutely did. Oh, my days. Uh, right, let's conclude by talking about Keith Lee. He's been working dark matches uh, before Raw and SmackDown. And now, thanks to Mike Johnson of PW Insider, uh, we know the reason why they are looking to refine Lee and kind of decide on works, what works best of the former NXT champion moving forward. He has been squashing people in these dark matches, always, you know, standing tall at the end. And. If this is taking a step back to go forward, it's the right thing to do. He sort of did that weird 50-50 thing with carrying cross for a bit. He obviously came back and immediately lost that uh, Bobby Lashley Open Challenge. I don't think it was for the W It was like to get a shot at the WWE Championship yeah. or whatever it was. Look, Keith Lee's fantastic. He obviously had that. I-, I was away last week, but I certainly heard about his fight against death. Uh, all the complications and fallout from him getting COVID yeah. and heart okay, issues man. and what have you. Um, look, Keith Lee, if you think back to that Survivor Series, has the potential to be one of the biggest stars in WWE. They just have to book him right, and Vince has to t- take his head off and think like actually how normal wrestling fans think because he's charismatic, he's ridiculously athletic, he's entertaining, he's everything you could possibly want, and hopefully... Putting him in dark matches and going, right, what, what Keith Leo are we presenting here might be a best thing going forward, Andy.
0: I actually a, a rare moment of disagreement on the news. I think this is wild. Like, <laughs> like I I I I don't understand this. What was going so wrong in NXT that they couldn't just do that on yeah. the main roster? Yeah. Like, well, I don't really understand their approach here. But it was kind of clear when he came back that they didn't have any clue what they were doing when he lost to Bobby, and then he lost to Carrion Cross. And it's just like, oh, okay, we're back to normal now, are we? Um, I think pro wrestling is really simple, and people sometimes, with, situ- with stories like this emerging, they over- it sounds like they're overcomplicating it a little bit. Yeah. Keith Lee gets over because he has great presence and because he's like this massive, powerful dude who can do re- things that men half his size cannot do in the ring. So emphasize that, hide whatever perceived weaknesses there are. That's how it should work. For me personally, that's how I feel about the situation. Think- but
1: uh, yeah. I think that's completely fair enough, Andy. And there's still a bit of me that's holding out hope. on. Well, obviously, Big E's got the... Well, he hasn't got the briefcase, technically. Baron Corbin stole it from him. But Big E's Mr <laughs> Money in the Bank, so you maybe think that that's the direction they're going to go in. Or maybe he in on Saturday after the WWE. It doesn't matter. I still has, have a hope that Keith Lee could be the guy to dethrone Roman Reigns because... Yeah. They just work so well together in that Survivor Series match. And like you say, it's not difficult to present Keith Lee. So easy, But yeah, make me miss him, bring him back, just push him, in the words of one of my favourite wrestlers, to the moon because he <laughs> bloody deserves it. And like you, get, like you say, he's just yeah. sensational. But... It's really easy. Don't put him in a tennis skirt and give him crap music to start off with, basically. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, let's move, let's move (laughs) on to your Twitter questions at (laughs) what culture, WW, of course, on Twitter, if you want to get in touch with us. Uh, First question today comes from Shane Daniels and Bella. First of all, Bella, good girl. Uh, And Shane says, Bella was wondering, with the addition of Brian and Punk seemingly imminent, how close is AEW to having too many wrestlers for three hours of TV? Shane also suggests, you know, them signing people like Murphy, Strowman, Ruby, Bray, Bronson, is there room for them, he asks. Yeah,
0: you, you could make the argument straight away that they already have too many, right? CM Punk's debuting on Friday, of course. Like, there's a lot of people who need a lot of airtime. Um, Cody Rhodes said this best like uh, a week or so ago on his on his latest media call. You can't wish away good talent. So like, if uh, CM Punk or Daniel Bryan or whoever else you want to name becomes available, you gotta sign them you mm-hmm. gotta sign them because you can do business with them uh you can do good business with them and then you worry about the consequences later on unfortunately the consequences of that are you have a big bloated roster it's going to get to the point where they're going to have to let some people go unfortunately yeah. some contracts are going to expire and not get renewed and everything else and then we'll go through that whole situation when we come to it um but yeah so it's, it's a really valid point uh, i'm glad you bring it up um and uh yeah we'll just have to see how it pans out with uh, or, or and your other
1: suggestion Andy 12 hours of dark on youtube <laughs> yeah. yeah 54 matches Look, <laughs> AW have, have, have changed the game already i mean could they instigate something like a you know a, a, a not like a rolling roster i don't i don't know what i mean but i uh, in terms of like changing people in and out they don't always have to have people on tv we've grown yeah. used to that with wwe But like Cody goes away to do filming, you could bring someone in for a four-month run and then have them go away for a bit so you can change things up and people... It always feels a bit fresher. Hopefully, that's the situation they go in because, let's be honest, they don't need financially to cut anyone because they've got unlimited money. So who knows? But yes, uh, it's going to be very interesting going forward over the next few months to see how that roster changes. Uh, Right, second question today comes from J-Man. Oh, I've not been looking forward to this one. Jay says, Greetings Legends, do you think WWE's going to swerve us this weekend at SummerSlam and have Goldberg win the WWE (laughs) Championship, possibly via a two-minute squash match? I would honestly not be surprised. (laughs) Yet we're assuming, Andy, that Lashley, as he should, retains the WWE Championship. But this is WWE, after all.
0: You never know. You never know, do you? I mean, Goldberg has had two Universal title reigns in, like, I don't know, what the seven matches he's had since he came back to face Brock the first time. So... Hey, you never know. And look, the, the Kai does do pretty decent ratings. When yeah. Goldberg shows up, the number <gasps> usually goes up as well. So uh, there's every chance the WWE uh, do go to that well. Um, from a creative standpoint, obviously wouldn't want that to happen. But also kind of from like an online reaction,
1: it would be quite funny. Yeah. So there is a silver lining to every cl- every oh, cloud un- here. Unquestionably. And I'll tell you what, I'll do your trade up, Andy. Goldberg can win the WWE Championship. If and only if Dage gets wrecked by Bobby Lashley and Dominic Mysterio-Electric, shares his, his dad on the ramp at SummerSlam because that's been booked by me and Hamflat for about a year, I think, now. So that, <laughs> you have to give us something in exchange, WWE. Uh, Senor Benja uh, gives us our final question of the day, saying, Saludos from Spain. Uh, for the Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie match, would you prefer it to be a playground match a la Firefly Funhouse to make Alexa's spooky bollocks work and hide Eva Marie's pinkness, I mean, greenness? <laughs> pinkness, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> they kind I of have to. i happening, if I'm honest, Andy.
0: <laughs> I mean, they kind of have to, don't they? Like, well, what, what are they going to do? Tell them to go out there and trade rest holds for 10 minutes. You really see Eva Marie working that headlock there, Michael. Um... <laughs> Yeah, why not? Why not just go all in on the silliness? Yeah, I mean, I don't really see any other option. I don't want, I don't want to see them like doing
1: a proper wrestling match, for goodness sake. <laughs> I'm just, I'm really scared. I mean, I'm hoping, you were pointing out with the timings of SummerSlam, that it's going to have to be quite a tight show because of boxing, toit. I think you said. Let's just have a two-minute match and not involve a doll How about that? I'll just take that. A wrestling match that doesn't involve a doll, and I'll give it three stars in our (laughs) rating. It's a low bar here, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Right, let's move on to today's and finally, and it feels like a weekly occurrence, that I just read a tweet out from John Silver, but he's great at the Twitter game, at Silver number one, if you want to follow him, uh, as he announces, I can't wait to officially change my AEW music to Scatman. Right, Scat has (laughs) newer definitions, but we are thinking of Scatman John. Yeah here, Andy and uh, yeah, him coming out to be ba ba
0: Yeah. <laughs> Scatman Johnny Hungy going bip I'm not very good at that. But Skibby skibby dibby dibby do bop beep Yeah, it
1: needs to happen. I mean beat like... up. Oh, we've got what have we like? Look at the, oh the selection won. of music we already got. I mean, come on, sweet TK, you can stretch the scat back, on do it. Come on, you can especially do for it. Johnny Hungry. Please uh, let us know other. <laughs> wrestlers who should have random 90 songs for their entrance team in the comments (laughs) section below and don't forget to like share and subscribe Uh, and subscribe to what culture wrestling on either itunes spotify or wherever you get your podcast from for daily wrestling podcast myself and the dandy boys sitting down uh, to review nxt and preview aew dynamite a little bit later on today plus you can let us know your thoughts and twitter questions on twitter at what culture wwe watch there follow both of us you can follow andy murray at you follow me at
0: Andy H Murray. The H Today stands for Habromania, Ooh. the definition of which is insanity featuring cheerful delusions, or as I like to call it,
1: wrestling stan Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Was it you who shared the uh the Twitter account if people had a bit on Twitter when uh, Goldberg lost his stream today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go and check it out on Andy's Twitter. It's, it's great. It's just perfect. It's just perfect. <laughs> Not more. I'd have booked it better. Oh, brilliant. Here we go again. Fantastic. Right, uh, right. Follow me on Twitter at Adam will Follow us all at what WWE. But for now, thanks to Annie Murray. Thank you for joining us. We will see you soon. beep ba bop